Hiya folks, if you're new in town, don't be shy and just stand by. Let me explain to you how this works. Feeling bored or lonely and you need someone to watch cartoons with? Then look no further, because I'm here to play in your ear. You can listen to the podcast alone or alongside the cartoon. The choice is yours. Either way, let's get to tune along. Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome back to Tune Along. Today we're going to be watching an episode of Kablam! You know, season one, episode three, so go ahead and get that ready. In the meantime, yeah, look, today's Friday. We're late Friday. Actually, you know what? We just, it's actually 12.34 right now. Whoa, that's a good number. 12.34 um, on Saturday morning, late Friday night, if you will. Uh, and I, I just came downstairs in the basement and I said, you know, what kind of what kind of show am I gonna watch tonight? What's gonna you know? What's uh what's getting the flow you know the flow going? Uh, and I just started thinking about Kablam because I just remember back in the day, Kablam would play on you know Fridays. Uh, it was a good show, but uh, yeah. So if you've never seen the show, go ahead and try and find the episode season one, episode three. It's called Comics for Tomorrow Today. Let's go ahead and start the episode in three, two, one, play. Oh, yeah. This show had a pretty wild opening. Like, if you're sitting down on the couch and this show comes on, you start getting your foot moving, you know, your ankle, and then next thing you know, you're like, what the heck is this? What kind of show is this? You know, you start wondering, is it a cartoon? Is it live action? If you know, if you know what I'm saying. Just keep an eye. Just, you know, watch the episode. It's really good. If you've never seen it, give it a shot. I'm telling you. Um... It's I, I think it's one of a kind. It reminds me of something straight out of a, uh, you know, a scholastic uh, comic, uh, or you know, kind of Captain Underpantsish, stuff like that. It's amazing. I think what they did is they found a whole bunch of artists that you know weren't gonna have enough to make a whole show alone, so they put you know, three four different artists together, you know, to create. Kablam. Then you got this long intro that takes a lot of time, plus commercials. The episode's 22 minutes, 23 minutes, something like that, 23 minutes. Uh, I don't know, that sounds like the voice of um, the, the kid with the red hat on recess. I forget his name. Stinson? What's his name? St Stifler. Stinsler? God, what's his name? See, look at this. Turning your eyelids inside out. Imagine watching this when you're eight. I think I, eight, nine, ten years old, right around there. When did Kablam come out? Actually, I didn't do my homework. I didn't do my research. I just came downstairs. Like I said, it's Friday. Um, spent the whole day outside. You know, in the hot sun. It was pretty hot out there. It started raining towards the end. But um, came inside and I just said, you know what? I got to relax and watch a, an old school cartoon. Friday, I call it Friday Night Classic. Just something where you can put it on, just relax, unwind, and uh, enjoy what they have to show you. Because Nickelodeon came out with this, but I remember seeing this on uh, Snap Me Down. It's Sniz and Fondue. Yeah, I remember seeing this on uh, YTV. I'll never forget the first time I saw this show. It came out, it must have been a Friday night. I was downstairs in the basement. Of the old house, the house we grew up in when, uh, when I was in grade one. 
No, grade two, actually. Grade two, three, four, five. No, up to four. Actually, we lived there for like three, four years. But, uh, yeah, when we were there in the basement, I'll never forget those Saturday mornings watching Rocco's Modern Life, watching uh, Hey Arnold, and uh, and Friday nights, lucky enough to watch, uh, you know, YTV. They had, like I said, they had the hit list. You had, um, you know, all those music channels, um, stuff like that. And then... You know, you've got Reboot at some point. You've got Beast Wars, Shadow Raiders, Daria. Uh, and then this show comes on, and it's the first time I see it. Just imagine that, nine years old, first time you see this, you're a hyperactive kid, and you're going, where the heck was this my whole life? And I'll never forget, YTV played it for a little while. You know, a little while. That's the way I remember it. It was a little while, or maybe I myself missed out on it, and I thought maybe it only played on Fridays. I never took a look or paid attention to a lot of the showings. Uh, it was actually pretty rare. So that's why whatever show I caught, I, I watched and I, uh, that's what I got. What you see is what you get. So, but now with YouTube and, uh, online streaming services, you can, uh, you can pretty much get everything at your fingertip. And, uh, but I just like to share the experience of what these shows meant and how they, they felt, um, you know, during the times when they came out. Cause that's when, it, that's when it was meant for, it was meant to. You know, it was meant for that era, for that fan base, for that, uh, you know, age group, whatever it was. Uh, you know, the toys, so I'm not saying things aren't different today, but, you know, back then, like I said, the uh, you just look at the uh, the Super Soaker. They brought it back. There's a reason for that. I mean, it's a it's a it's a great toy. It's a good selling toy. Why did they ever, you know, take it away? When I say Super Soaker, I'm talking about the XP series that came out. Super Soaker came out with a Super Soaker XB100. It's got the same colors. It's got a, a little bit of a better design, so it won't break as easily. Uh, if you remember back then, if you pumped it, sometimes it would crack. Uh, I remember, I don't know, if you dropped it, they were pretty, you know, the middle part was pretty fragile. Um, but yeah, so they came out, Nerf, well, Nerf that owns, um, you know, Super Soaker, the brand, uh, but it's not Laramie anymore. It says Nerf, you know. Uh, but yeah, if you get those Super Soakers, I'm just saying. Back in the day, imagine you're going outside playing Super Soaker. Uh, you're watching the old commercials. You're watching these shows, and then on Saturday morning you're waking up in the afternoon. It's, it gets freaking hot. It gets like 35 to 40 degrees out there. Uh, Celsius, that is. And next thing you know. You're going inside for uh, for the evening, and you're gonna watch something like this, playing Super Soaker outside during the day, kicking ass. Then you get a show like this, treat yourself to a nice little viewage of this show. Now, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. I don't remember much of these characters. I remember, like I said, I remember the um, the weird characters that were kind of like from um, what's that show from Seth Green? Um, Robot Chicken. There's that those two characters that just go like me 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 like they talk like robots, and they're claymation. Though that's pretty cool. The um the flesh. Um, what's the other guy's name? Stinky Diver. Uh, wow, what's the what's the girl? The Wonder Wonder Girl. Uh, what's the name of those guys? Fighting Force Legion something. God, we're gonna find out. I hope they're in this episode. I really hope they're in this episode. I'm pretty sure they're going to be in the episode. But yeah, you know, you're watching this and you're going, okay, what is this? And then they throw at you another skit. 
you know, just a whole different thing to give you a, you know, to change the uh, the whole narrative of the entire series. Like, what kind of show is this? Are they playing cartoons? Are they playing live action? Are, you, are they playing claymation? Um, I like it. Whatever they're giving to me, I like it because it's in small doses. Um, I can sit back and draw what I'm seeing and have a, you know, my short attention span for back then. This was perfect for me. And now I'm watching it today. And I'm not a big fan of this uh, stew and fondue. I remember the names and I remember it was pretty funny, but um, I remember Action League Now. That's what it's called. That's right. I hope it's next. Yeah, Action, Action League Now. That's right. Yeah, I like that show and I like the other one there with the alien and the... I forget the other characters. It's like the dinosaur or something. All right, so that's the end of the episode. Not the end of the episode, the end of the uh, the first little segment. Now we've got this character here, the main, you know, the hosts. Oh, Sloppy Joe. Don't get me started. I don't want a Sloppy Joe now. Hey, come to think of it, I mean, in the U.S., they probably have tons of places that sell Sloppy Joes, but up here, I, I've never seen Sloppy Joe on the menu. I mean, I've never looked for it, but it's not something I've really, I don't know, seen. Like, the main franchises don't really offer that. Unless you get, like, a chili dog or something. I don't know. But it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Oh, come on. You're keeping me on the edge. What's going to happen here? I'm wondering. I think it's going to be Action League now. It's either Action League now or it's going to be the... Uh... Yeah, Action League now. Here we go. So check this out. The flesh and super naked. Thunder girl, that's her name. Stinky diver, yes, that's my bro. Yo, stinky diver down the bowl, toys down the fucking shitter. <laughs> Meltman, yeah, <laughs> perfect idea. Listen, mom, I'm just trying to make Meltman. Give me have the iron and my GI Joes and get away from me. Oh, that's sick. Imagine doing that in your backyard at Patio Park. What a great name. And the mayor's offering his tokens of gratitude. Meltman. Mom, I need your uh, waffle iron. I gotta throw I gotta throw Barbie in there. Uh, I'm making Melt Girl. I wonder if ever... I wonder... Okay, I think I have Stinky Diver as a toy. If not... You know what? Let me just take a look. No, I don't have them, but I have something similar. I'll have to, I'm going to make a video on these little uh, action figures that I have. Something similar. It's probably a little knockoff. But uh, just just wondering, did they ever sell these toys? I'm sure they did. They must have had Action League Now toys uh, for resale, on retail, I should say. Uh, but I don't know. I want to take a look, actually. Who do you think is going to be most, worth the most? I think Stinky Diver. My opinion, Stinky Diver looks better on the shelf. Uh, Thunder Girl looks it looks good, but peep, I mean, it takes it looks like it's gonna take a lot of room. I don't know. Though the human flesh, it's like okay, that's cool, I guess. But people are just gonna say, "Hey, is that He-Man?" And then you're gonna say, "No, you don't get it." So Stinky Diver and Meltman just looks stupid. I can make that shit. Like I can make Meltman. Yeah, I'm looking at Thunder Girl. Thunder Girl looks like if I took a Barbie and just <laughs> played with other toys with it and just you know mix the parts with the heads but these toys are pretty cool like i'm just trying to see the genericness of them they're pretty similar they're fa actually fairly similar i'm sure they had them made looking at it like would any toy like that have been 
we like think about it. Would that have been any kind of toy they would have used? Um, I'm talking mainly about um, you know the people in the background, the uh, the extras, but the main characters. Like they're for sure they're either actual you know actual toys that they modified, or or they made it themselves. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm sure the answer's out there. Whoa, table's falling down. Look how they cut the angle on the side. Make sure that table doesn't fall all the way down. <laughs> oh, what a good idea. Honestly, I feel like you can do that today. Action League now. Genius concept. And then you got this song playing. It's like, no, I want more. You hear this, you get a hyper. Oh, this too. Look at this. These cardboard cutouts. Okay, that's the alien. The caveman. That's right. Oh, this show's getting me so hyper. Everything everything I'm seeing right now is just giving me a, a huge headache. <laughs> Kablam! Best show. Honestly, it's the perfect Friday night show. You just want to relax. You want to watch something that's easy to watch. The Wrath of Spotzilla. Which one is this? Okay, we're back at... Uh, we're back to Action League now. Oh... We're halfway through the episode. I just I just didn't want to miss out on anything that I had to say about the show. But you know what? If I need to, I'll just keep keep talking afterwards. Um, basically, what I was going to say is the cardboard cutout. That, I totally forgot about that. And that, that just reminds me of Angela Anaconda. For those of you that don't know that show, I mean, for up here in Canada, uh, Teletoon would have played that, uh, I think, on a weeknight, every weeknight. At some point and then it became like a friday night and then all of a sudden it disappeared off the map but uh it did play for quite a while not gonna lie i do remember it playing actually quite a bit um being at my grandma's house you know during uh during spring break march break and uh yeah just watching the heck out of that show I was playing at night but the, just you know the cardboard cutout just the same thing it just looks like the same animation they got a budget they said hey let's try a few different styles see what we can make see what we can do it might have been funded just by nickelodeon or it might have been just this these um you know four or five independent you know artists doing their own little cutouts and then nickelodeon just pasted them to, together and said hey let's make a show called kablam like look at this this is predating robot chicken and now come to think of it i'm wondering and i really do I mean, you know, if I had to guess, I, I would think that uh, Seth Green, voice of uh, Chris Griffin from Family Guy, I think this show might have influenced him. Honestly, I would take a big guess and a big gamble and just say, you know what, I think he's seen this show and uh, and he's definitely gave him maybe an idea. Like, look at this. This is pretty cool. Look how they filmed this. Like, that's pretty hard to do. For back then, I'm talking. Like today, you have your phone, you can just take 10 pictures. Back then, you had to get the film. You had to splice it together just to make something with a toy, you know, and zoom in. Um, you know, to spend time just to do that, it's pretty cool. I'm sure if this, if the show, you know, speaking of action league now, I'm sure if the show would have kept going, I'm sure it would have evolved into something... Um, could have been into something funnier. But you know what? I feel like Robot Chicken just completed the uh, the task of that. Um, I think it would be fun if... I'm not sure if they did it, but if Robot Chicken paid homage to Action League now, just... Uh, I feel like he would have done it. If he was actually a fan, I feel like he would have done it by now. Uh, I'm going to look into that as well. 
We'll go into the next sketch. Oh, cool. This is the one with the alien and the caveman. Look at those characters. That's fucking scary as shit. Imagine you see that in your backyard. The one on the left, Prometheus. <laughs> this is so cool. This is so 90s right now. The guy on the left kind of looks like... Um, is it Gray Skull? Red Skull. Red Skull. The guy, the guy from Lord of the Rings, uh, from the uh, Avengers movies, there. Captain America movie. Red Skull. That's what it is. <laughs> the monkey up top. I didn't even notice. See, even the way it pans out with the, um, you know, with the gray noise, with the white noise. It's you know, if they do it again, let's take a look. I'm pretty sure Seth Green would have used this. Because this came out before, much, much before, you know, Robot Chicken. You know, if it pans out, I'm telling you, even the way it moves, the way the, you know, the way the shot looks, the way it's formed. See? They do it again. They reset the frame, put new characters, but Seth Green took it a mile further, like a huge mile further. And... Um, and I, I think he, I don't know if he did a lot of claymation. It was mainly the faces were card, cardboard cutouts he swapped out. And I think he might have had some of the characters just made, you know, generically made. But I do know some of the toys were actually his toys, uh, which was pretty cool. I mean, he's probably got a huge collection. See, same thing. They're doing the white noise. I'm telling you, there's something there. Wouldn't it be so cool to ask him? Say, hey, Seth, Prometheus and the... You know, in the caveman. Did they ever have an impact? Kablam! Does that ring a bell? I'm sure he would say yeah. Pretty sure. Yo, that monkey is funny. Just the way he's walking and moving. <laughs> it's almost like they gotta only have two characters in the shot. Or three, two and a half. Like, bring all the other ones back. See? Okay, they cut it out again. And... Kablam. So you're watching this, okay? Commercial comes on, and you're going, what the fuck did I just watch? It's like, I just watched live-action, you know, He-Man characters and Stinky Diver go at it. I just watched, you know, a little bit of a cardboard cutout um, teaser. What am I going to see next? I'm, you know, at this point, I'm probably thinking cardboard cutout. That's the next one I want to see, just how they did it. If you guys are enjoying, you know... Go ahead in the comments and just write down what's your favorite sketch from uh, from Kablam. Out of the ones we're watching right now, um, you know, is it Action League now? Is it the you know the alien and the caveman? I'm trying to remember the other one, <laughs> I can't remember. We've just watched so many, so many are mind-boggling. But just let me know in the in the comments which one you like the most, and um, and if you had to watch, you know, make a whole show of one, which one would it be? Life. Egghead. I didn't have a tattoo. Oh, look at that. That's so cool. Look at the way they cut that out. Like I said, it reminds me of Angela Anaconda, but one step further, the hands are real. There's that show on Nickelodeon that played... Oh, Wicked House. I love that house. Um, there's a show on Nickelodeon that played way back. I think it was called Wienerville or Wienerhead or something. It was these people that were had like heads, but they would use their hands to move like little puppets, uh, really large heads, you know. I don't know. I don't remember what it was called. Wienerville, I think. This just reminds me of it a bit. I don't know. Oh, that head, the the uh, 
The head of the dad looks like a powdered toast bag. That I think about it. I wish these creators would have collaborated with South Park to make a South Park episode like this. I've always said, if you're going to make a South Park Christmas special or a South Park any, you know, special, uh, make a claymation one. The same, look at this, that could be Cartman, you know. Um, or any Nickelodeon show like this. Honestly, this art style is actually really cool. I'm watching this more and more now, and I'm feeling like it's reminiscing a lot of Rocco's Modern Life. Look at that character. Look at the girl, the sister. She looks like Heifer. Even the door, the way it's shaped, the awkward shape, you know, the flow of it, the walls. Look at that. Heifer's just falling down. And that's freaking Rocco's house right there. Come on. And that's supposed to be the Clucko chicken, whatever. Yeah. The classic. They're doing the classic uh, under the table phone call. What? Wow, this show's going everywhere. Honestly, Nickelodeon. I'm going to say it. Nickelodeon back in the day was a lot better. The content that was coming out, I'm just saying in general, the content that was coming out from 1988 all the way until, you know, 2002, 2003, you know, after Jimmy Neutron, the live action stuff was good for a while, but um, for the most part, like when I say cartoons, when I say uh, out of the box, out of the ordinary, uh, pushing the envelope, not toning it down, I feel like they've been toning it down over the years, which I'm, I'm sure people have noticed, um, but just something like this, something so, you know, absurd, radical for its time. I'm telling you, you're watching this for the first time. What are you thinking? You're mesmerized. You're, you're, you're seeing this and you're going, what the fuck? Imagine seeing this for the first time, like I'm saying. And if you've watched Rocco's Modern Life, you're probably thinking that's Heifer. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Cool concept. Honestly, a really cool episode. Just having a live chicken on the set with the, you know, these little character cutouts interacting with it. I wonder, I wonder how big they were actually in real life. Is that That's probably got to be a real egg, right? So these would have been, like I would say, half human size. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Oh, that looks so good. You know, just look at the background. They don't really have a real set. With uh, It's not a real stove. It's not a real fridge. But still cool the way they did it. It's like South Park. They do it. I feel like they did a mesh. They did a mesh of South Park. Um, you know, and uh, Angela Anaconda. It's I don't know. It just it just felt like a, a proper Nickelodeon show. I'm glad they I got, I'm glad they played it. Glad they came out with this show. And I I honestly do wonder how much this show's been influenced and how much this show has influenced. Like I said, the likes of uh, Seth Green and uh, Robot Chicken. Of course, I'm not talking about the whole show. I'm talking mostly about the uh, those little skits uh, with the alien and uh, the caveman. Yeah, so I, I, at this point, I remember Friday night. It's probably 11. No, I want to say maybe 8 o'clock, I'm speculating. But right now, it's 1 a.m. And back then, it would have been around 8 o'clock. But that would have been my 1 a.m. for back then, you know, uh, staying up late. I probably would have stayed up till 11.30. So I'm watching this. This is in my 
I remember I can remember on Friday night being so excited to watch Kablam. And let me tell you something about Kablam. It didn't always come on on YTV. And sometimes I'd miss it. Sometimes it would uh, be on and I'd catch it, catch it halfway and I'd be so pissed. Or, uh, But I'll never forget that first time I saw the show. I've probably seen five or ten episodes somewhere in that range in my life when it actually played on YTV. Um, like I said, Friday night's the only time I've ever caught it. That's in the episode, by the way, guys. But uh, yeah, that was the that's the only time I've ever caught the episodes. It was Friday night, YTV, right after the hit list. I remember I would go through the hit list just to wait to see if Kablam would play because I didn't want to miss it. I didn't want to feel like it played before the hit list or after, um, and I didn't want to miss it, so I left it on, and I go through the pain of watching the hit list. I hated the hit list. You know why? Because every week it was the same music videos every week after every week until eventually one bumped off and the new one came on and then it was the same ones over and over uh watching it once in a while was fine or when they had like a special a christmas special or a halloween special whatever they had they had those good specials um but just watching those was just um you know getting the chance to see that and getting the chance to see um kablam for the first time like i said it was unreal and I just wanted more of it. And it, and I did get more after maybe, you know, three to ten weeks. I probably saw it a few times in there, like I said. And then after, I just kept watching Friday nights and never came on, never came on. Uh, I looked in the, you know, I looked in the TV guide, never saw it in there. There's another show that I went crazy for that I was missing. And I got a weird story about but. I, I did an episode on uh, Bump in the Night. I actually did a Christmas special way back uh, December. And um, I, I think I forgot to mention, but Bump in the Night was another show. It played on the air. I remember watching it a ton. It was gone. It came back for a short run on ABC one Saturday morning at like 8 in the morning or 6 in the morning, something like that. I remember catching it. I remember getting so pumped watching it. I went to school the next day and... I printed everything that was Bump in the Night related, everything, I mean everything on Google. And this is back when, right? There was nothing, uh, I'm saying like maybe 2003 this would have been. Back then, Google didn't have what it was today. So whatever content I had on Bump in the Night was very minimal. It was a few pages from Wikipedia. Anyways, I took all that content, put it together. I was obsessed with it. I was reading it over and over, uh, obsessed with the show. I caught it a few more times, even recorded it. Um, we had an English project to do. And I ended up, um, everybody was doing, you know, one person did a project on pumpkins and pop popcorn and uh, the American dollar. I don't know, all kinds of sophisticated. And then I go, hey, ma'am, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do mine on bump in the night. <laughs> she said, what the hell is that? And nobody knew what the hell that was. I think a few people actually said, hey, I've seen that before. I don't know what it is, but I've seen that before. And I'm talking about, you know, when you see Mr. Bumpy, um, Especially as a kid, when you see him the first set, first time and you're traumatized and you turn turn it off, you remember that. But when you watch it and you're into it, you remember it even more. Uh, but it definitely left a mark on a lot of people who've seen it. But not a lot of people have seen it. I mean, it didn't catch a lot of attention in, in Canada for a while. Played on YTV for a little bit. Um, but not a lot of people that I know of have seen the show. But there are some people... You know, there are some people that I do know that, that have seen the show and they've recommended the DVD, which I have picked up. Um, and I think it's better to get the DVD, to be honest with you. If you look online and uh, you're trying to watch it on uh, any other, uh, you know, format, it's very hard to watch. Uh, it's not very good quality. Just get the DVD. It's worth it, honestly. They give you a little bonus in there. You get the Christmas special. It's an hour long. Uh, it's a good purchase.
and um yeah so i just remember doing that project on uh, bump in the night and uh i think she gave me like a c minus she was like not taking the class seriously but i was totally into it honestly i talked for like 25 minutes about bump in the night i had to do my presentation everybody was super on the spot it was worth a lot of marks uh meant a lot to a lot of people this was like sophisticated to the point where you know people would get a little trophy um but i did my project i remember people i remember the people that were looking at me really um that really wanted to know what, what this thing was about uh, after seeing the pictures were you know there was a few of them and uh but i just remember bumping the night yeah just taking over and this show too at one point like i said bumping the night kablam kablam had the same effect not a lot of people that i know of have seen it some people have seen some of the skits uh sketches and uh remember some of those on their own but don't remember the whole show um but guys i'm just looking right here i just realized kablam m is mtv well it says nickelodeon but this would have played on them oh no it's not mtv sorry my mistake guys stupid it's not mtv <laughs> i got the wrong thing open here obviously it's not mtv it's fucking nickelodeon uh so yeah just remember that i just remembered kablam being a really cool show um felt good watching it like i said today friday night if you guys out there are relaxing um trying to stay cool if you're high if you got hot weather trying to stay warm if you got cold weather uh nothing better on a friday night have a bowl of ramen have a bowl of soup and then uh, just pop in some kablam and uh and just set honestly nothing better uh so with that being said guys let's go ahead and uh call it a night i'm gonna go ahead and maybe do another episode uh uh maybe later this week and uh check out the um check out the the commercials i uploaded i put a bunch of commercials up stuff that uh is dating back from you know the early 2000s uh you know chuck e cheese commercials i also got some fox box content in there if you guys remember the fox box or if you guys just want to see some old commercials and uh, say oh yeah i remember that go go do a little trip down memory lane for a half hour um just go ahead and uh, and watch those uh I've, I've certainly been watching them having a lot of fun with them and uh it's bringing me uh honestly it's been bringing me a good uh tier or two uh down memory lane because uh yeah those were good times honestly back in high school back in elementary school watching these shows just remember uh you know just trying to go back and remember the, the those feelings those that that nostalgia of what it was like to see those shows and now watching it all these years later i've got a new perspective on it i'm just trying to record it i wish back then i could have recorded myself watching these shows for the first time uh, but now i got the opportunity to do it uh as an adult and watch these shows enjoy it um and just talk about it so that's there's nothing better honestly there's nothing better in life than just relaxing and enjoying so with that being said guys take it easy and have a good one be safe uh and we'll be talking soon bye bye you just listened to a tune along podcast if you like what you heard or have any comments or feedback don't hesitate to check out more on itunes spotify and tune in radio as well as twitter facebook and youtube for more info i'll see you next time ciao